According to research, people who aren't comfortable with their financial situation experience more physical pain than those who feel financially secure. It sounds weird, doesn't it? People experience physical pain due to a non-physical variable. In today's show, we will discuss the research findings behind this and also talk about how you can avoid or reduce this type of physical pain. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me, back again, Tony Shore talk about physical pain. And Tony, I know when you talk about money, finances, and physical pain, you think back pain from carrying large amounts of gold (laughs) from your backyard to the hole you bury it in, like we talked about, the miser and his gold. That's the physical pain you have. Yeah. Or is it getting pelted with gold coins by your kids for fun? (laughs) Throw these gold coins at me, kids. Uh, no, none of that. None of the above. Um, (laughs) yeah, well, I think, uh, yeah, it's the stress, financial stress of not knowing, okay, I'm having, you know, money problems or of debt or credit card debt. Finances can cause stress. And, and I think you get a point that stress can lead to physical pain for some people. Well, it's not my point. It is science, Tony. Here's the deal. People Here's, here's what we concluded from this uh, article. Let me, let me get the title of it. It's called Economic Insecurity Increases Physical Pain. This was written, published in February of 2016. Eileen Chow was the main writer here. Um, so what it says is that people who feel that their financial outlook is shaky may actually have more physical pain than those who feel financially secure. What they say, and this was published in the psychological science, a journal for the association of psychological science. The findings indicate that there's a link, at least in part, the pain linked to a feeling of a lack of control over one's life. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it shouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it shouldn't surprise us, I guess. But the physical part of it, I know it causes stress. I mean, we all know finances can cause us stress. I think we've all been there. If we're not there right now, we've all been there. Uh, and a lot of people stress about finances. It's the number one reason for um, marital breakups and stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We hear these types of stats all the time. Uh, I think a lot of us know what it feels like to be under you know, debt in debt and trying to pay that off. So that is stressful. And I guess, uh, I guess that a lot of uh, research and medical research shows stress leads to uh, health problems. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of along those lines. I, yeah. It's like it, some people don't open their stock market quarterly reports in the mail because they're afraid, you know, they get a sinking stomach, a feeling in their stomach when they see the stock market tanks, you know? Right. Right. Um, but Here's what the here's what the study suggests. It says that 
Overall, this is a quote from it, uh, the, the leading researcher. Um, overall, our findings reveal that it physically hurts to be economically insecure. And results from six studies established that economic insecurity produces physical pain, reduces pain tolerance, and predicts over-the-counter painkiller consumption. Wow. So people are popping pills more if they don't have a financial control, it seems. Unless maybe it's because they're popping the pills that they don't have financial control. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says that if they don't have financial worries, uh, it reduces the use of uh, needing painkillers and things like that, needing yeah. to have getting headaches, aspirin, Motrin, and other types of painkillers. So obviously, economic insecurity is a big uh, factor, and stress is a big factor to physical ailments. So we need to eliminate the financial stress. That's right. I, they 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 came up with this thought. I mean, they thought this was going to be the place. You know, they observed this this two trends of economic insecurity and increasing complaints of physical pain. But you know, that's like you, you complaining, Oh, you know, my back hurts. Tony, just how come every Monday you complain about your back hurting and don't say it's (laughs) because I work physical labor. Right. No, that's not what's happening. It's you don't want to work. So you're trying to get out of work. So you make up this back pain. Oh yeah. I make sense. So you you get pain because you just don't like to work. You don't like no. I don't need to make up any pain. Actually, I don't. I don't suffer from uh, chronic back pain or any type of pain like that. So I'm I'm good in that area at least. Well, you you did mention it though for real. Um, the the scientists they were hypothesizing that people that feel a lack of control in their lives in turn activates the psychological processes associated with anxiety, fear, and stress. Like right. you said, you know you. Yep. Uncertainty leads to stress, and then the stress is what's causing the physical pain. So here's, they did three different, I want to cover the three different um, things that they were talking. They talked about six different studies. I want to cover three of them real quick, Mm -hmm. and then we can get into what we can do about it. So uh, the first one, they said the data revealed that households in which both adults were unemployed spent 20% more on over-the-counter painkillers compared to households in which at least one adult was working. So unemployment is a clear indication of financial distress, usually, unless you're yeah, voluntarily unemployed yeah. and retired, right? Mm-hmm. You know that, so that's interesting. Um, second study, this was an online study. Um, they asked the participants to recall a period of economic instability, and those that uh, reported pain, they, they were doubled... Those that reported economic or that were thinking about economic instability reported double the amount of physical pain than those participants that recalled an economic stable period. So, and this is even after they took out factors like age, employment status, and negative emotions, people that are depressed in general. So basically, if you, if you thought about like the 2008, you're going to have more physical pain double than those that thought about the roaring twenties, you know, or something like that. So I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, uh, how you feel about previous economic instability. And the third one, this was lab based study that, um, insecurity might be linked with pain tolerance. I thought you'd appreciate this one, Tony. Listen, 
this is this is how would you determine someone's pain tolerance? They decided to do it with ice water. So what students participated? Um, they were prompt to think about uncertain job market. All right, so they're students now. So mm-hmm. I mean, who else is going to do this but college students? So yeah, because they get paid. Right, right. <laughs> they got nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. So they're they're asked to think about an uncertain job market. Mm-hmm. The, those that did showed a decrease in pain tolerance measured by how long they could comfortably keep their hand in a bucket of ice water. And the students who were prompted to think about entering a stable job market, they showed no change in their pain tolerance. <laughs> so here, wow. kid, put your hand in a bucket of ice water. Let's talk about the job market. <laughs> and if and you these college about- kids are doing this because they needed the 20 bucks for pizza over the weekend. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, pizza but and beer. You start talking about their job potential, all of a sudden yeah. their pain threshold decreases because they, they're talking about negative job market. Ah, interesting. That's fascinating, though. That's funny. I mean, it's funny in a way, but it's also, yeah, our pain tolerance goes down. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. So the, the overall, what they determined, and this is what the point of the study was, and people can get this online. I got it from um, the, like I said, the the psychological uh, journal. But you just search Google Association for Psychological Science. Um, you just Google um, Choi Chow, I should say, C H O U, and you can find the study. Um, here's what they found: the degree to which participants feel in control of their lives helped account for the association between feelings of economic insecurity and reports of physical pain. So together, it highlights the importance of distinguishing between subjective and objective experiences. So if you if you feel in control of your lives, you have less physical pain. You may not be in control of your lives, but if you feel it, you feel in control, you'll, you'll be in a better spot physically. Wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, and uh, we can somewhat uh, control this. I mean, there are ways to help relieve financial stress, and that's what you help your clients do. And so uh, that's where it ties back into what you do. And I guess uh, the punchline here mm-hmm. is have a plan in place, and then you won't worry about your finances as much. Or fake it till you make it. <laughs> well, think about it. Right. It's all attitude. I mean, you can change your attitude. You, even if you can't change your reality, you can change your attitude about the reality, which can reduce stress, right? And physical pain, which is fantastic. And therefore, you know, physical pain. That's, that is great. Right. I mean, um, they, Chow says that individuals' subjective interpretation of their own economic security has crucial consequences above and beyond those of objective economic status. So, attitude above altitude you know um you you might you know you might be worried about the upcoming election and you're stressed out about it and what's what's really stressing people out about the election is the uncertainty like i've said with the stock market economic uncertainty no one likes it the stock market doesn't like unknowns they don't like vol it's volatile when there's unknowns so when you saw the the market tank and have some major swings in March. It was because we didn't know what coronavirus was. We were just getting data on it. You know, they weren't 
the market was struggling once a few cases hit the U.S. Now, a few cases hit the U.S. Is that going to shut down the economy? No, but it there was such uncertainty as to whether or not it would that people started selling because they were scared. Market volatility increased. Everything was unknown. It wasn't until things, even though they shut down, even though the economy was shut down and things weren't going well, the stock market rebounded. Why? Because people felt, all right, at least we know, at least we know that the, the economy shut down, right? So the, things are bad, but at least we know what is happening. There isn't as much unknown. And as soon as there's more unknowns, that's when things start to go bad again. And that's when people get scared. Lack of control was the big thing I took away yeah. from this. People with a lack of control or a thought process or that the feeling that they lack control are going to have um, more physical pain. People that feel in control are going to be more, they're going to have better well-being. And I know this, just to bring it to a different point, uh, uh, this is about financial control, but if you think about what people say about the power of positive thinking, you know, people yep. that are facing major, major problems like cancer, the doctors are never going to dispute or disagree that you should be positive. They'll, they'll use science and they'll, you know, they'll try and come up with all the scientific solutions to it, but you're not going to hear them say, listen, stop, stop being so positive. It's not going to help you. <laughs> right. So right. They, they know people know, but yes, you said it. You hit it. You hit. You hit it square on on the head, Tony. Having a plan is a way to avoid this. That's the solution here. So the science is showing that physical pain can be linked to financial insecurity. The easiest way to not be financial financially insecure is to have a plan. Create a plan. I've said this before. Would you rather? not know whether or not you have enough retirement to, to retire at 65, would you be an unknown? You say you're 55 and you're not, and you're not sure if you're going to retire at 65. You just don't know. Or would you rather know for sure that you simply don't have enough to retire at 65 and you're probably going to work till 68, which is a better scenario. And many would argue, well, I'd rather retire at 65. So I don't like retirement at 68, but it's unknown. But if you know for sure you can pull it off at 68, yeah, that's not the solution you want, but at least it's better than the unknown. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is always better than the unknown because uh, then your mind can go places. You can you, you have to spend time thinking about it, therefore probably worrying about it, and that leads to stress, which, as you've said, studies show – leads to actual physical ailments or pain. That's just, um, yeah, it's really important that we understand that so we can go in and say, okay, I'm going to, number one, adjust my attitude. Number two, have a plan so I don't need to worry about it, right? That's right. Even if you don't have a plan, even if your plan stinks, create one, <laughs> right? Just tell yourself that it's great. <laughs> even if your plan stinks. Well, if, if people, if our listeners call in and meet with you, which doesn't cost a thing for a complimentary consultation, their plan isn't going to stink. They're going to, I'm not going to create a stinky plan. 
but I no. will say, I will tell people, yeah, this is not your current plan stinks or your current plan is great. So yeah, uh, but I'm not going to just say, oh, you, you, this is terrible. I'm going to say it's terrible, but here's what you could do to improve it. Here's the tweaks we can make so we can improve that plan. But for people that don't even have a plan, anything I say is better than, than no plan. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's going to eliminate at least the unknowns. At least I know. All right. So now I can combat it. All right. At least Dan's telling me I'm never going to be able to retire, which I rarely do, by the way. I rarely do. And the people that I tell they're never going to retire are the people that don't want to retire. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you could retire now, but you're never going to retire because you refuse to stop working. That's right. your life. Right. But in reality, Tony, it's more like, hey, here's when you can retire comfortably. Here's when you can retire a different way. You might have to make these tweaks or these changes. And I see. And call me crazy. I don't have data to prove it, but I see people that as if they feel a weight off their shoulders. They people tell me, wow, I haven't, I feel really good. And yeah. after the first meeting and I said, well, we didn't do anything yet. No, just talking through it. I feel so much better. I feel like I, uh, I something off my chest. The yeah. Weight off people my chest. put off things they don't want to have to deal with or they think are going to be bad. But once you do it, you're like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad, and now I feel a lot better because we've talked about it, and I know where things are at. That's the key. Have Have you heard about Susie Orman recently? What happened to her? Um, no, no, I haven't. She, um, there was a recent article about it. You know, we may not agree with Susie Orman's style, her no, financial advice. I don't always agree right, with right. her style. Like, I don't always like her style, and I definitely don't always agree with her financial advice. But here's what happened to her. She, she had to get a surgery to get a tumor removed from her spine. She was having such massive back pain on her speaking events. She couldn't climb up the stairs and she kept ignoring it. And she wrote and wrote an article about it and how it relates to financial planning. She's like, you can't just put this stuff off. Kept ignoring the signs. Didn't want to go to the doctor because she didn't want to hear what was going to be the answer. She didn't want to take away time from what she was doing. You know, and she's like, so she went and, and it was a non-cancerous tumor that she had removed and now she's fine or recovering. But her statements were, listen, I give financial advice to people all the time. You know, stop ignoring things. You got to face it head on, have a plan. You'll feel better. And she's like, and I was ignoring my own advice when it came to health. There's no oh. difference. There's no difference. You can't ignore it because mm -hmm. how are you going to fight it? How are you going to feel good? And she's like, it caused me physical pain and I was ignoring it. Um, same thing with with financial planning. Don't ignore it. Yeah, you don't want to. If you're you don't have a lot of money in the bank, you don't have a uh, a good high paying income. You're nervous. You're worried. You're always gonna have to work. Don't just go living on like that because you're gonna be eventually succumbing to pain, physical pain, let alone the emotional turmoil, which is sometimes worse. So get together, come up with a plan, because having a plan, you'll feel better right off the bat. You'll won't you'll eliminate the uncertainty, and then you'll act, then you'll act rationally instead of emotionally. Because think about if the what happened in March, a lot of people didn't do with anything. In the past, in 2008, people sold at the bottom. A lot of people this year, and we talked about that. We had a show on that, Tony. People didn't do anything. They just sat and froze. But a lot of people didn't do anything because they had a plan. They said, oh, "I'm just investing in this, and I'm going to retire in 10 years. And I'm not going to touch it." That was a plan. It eliminated a lot of the emotional decision making, and even though the plan might be a stretch, it's going to eliminate the feeling of lack of control. And that's the bottom line. Mm. 
Yep. And I think that's a that's a great point. And this has been a great discussion because this is something people need to think about and deal with head on. Like you said, uh, if you, you don't want to put off dealing with health, you don't want to put off dealing with finances. You, you want to have a plan and at least discuss it with a professional like yourself. I mean, uh, most uh, trustworthy financial professionals offer complimentary consultations, at least initially. And so there's no cost or obligation. And I know, Dan, you'd love to talk with our listeners if they want to get their financial plan, you know, in place or uh, get that weight lifted off their chest so they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's it. That's the idea. Get the, you know, I was just thinking about as you were talking, Tony, uh, I was thinking about pizza, actually. No, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about these young, you know how there's a lot of discussion about how a lot of young people in their twenties having um, depression or yes, anxiety. Uh, Right. Yeah. I mean, saying, my, my daughter says, oh, yeah, this friend. Oh, well, she's she has anxiety issues. She's on. She this person has anxiety issues. I'm like, you know, you're you're 16. I don't understand. Right. I don't you're, get it. You're either. 18. You're 20. Maybe, you don't, I don't understand. Maybe that's a direct relation to student loans. Debt. Yeah, and that's the, true. A lot of 20 somethings, you know, and they may not be talking about issues. student loan debt and they might not be thinking about it, but they, in the back of their mind, they feel it. They feel this looming yeah. economic insecurity because they have this mm. debt. They don't have a job. Coronavirus, all this stuff is ending. But I think financial could be one of the reasons why they have yeah. this emotional difficulties. Oh, it Maybe. probably is part of it. Yeah. 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 So if anyone's listening, they, that they want to kind of get a weight lifted off their shoulders, I'm being serious when I say people say that after my first meeting, I feel so much better. Even though we didn't solve the problem, we talked about it. And, you know, kind of like a therapist in a way, a financial yeah. therapist. Um, I happy, I happily do that with people, have those conversations, get to know one another, see if I can help in any way. Sometimes I can't and uh, see if they want to work with me. Sometimes they don't. And that's okay. There's no charge for these consultations. And, hey, if I can make someone feel better at the end, that only helps me. That only helps me because they'll say, oh, that guy was pretty good. I, didn't, I don't work with him, but he helped me feel better. Right? That doesn't hurt me in any way. And this is what I do for a living. So it's not as though I'm doing something that I'm not used to. Again, the easiest way to do that, give me a call 888-508-5935 or just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. All right. Well, Dan, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.